Previously on the Arius Adventures. When we left off, you guys had literally just said goodbye and teleported. Yeah. Hi, yo. Hello. Hello. And appearing in a soft blue light is the ethereal figure of Io as she hovers overhead. It is a pleasure to see you again. See you again. Um, yeah, it's real good to see you. Big and stuff. <laughs> well, first, we come to get our friends back and possibly ask you some questions about what had happened in the scar. How's uh, Rizal's uh, behavior been? It would appear he has lacked guidance in his time away. So he should absolutely stay here, correct? Well, now we have to tell the Vivandi Council, which might be even more good news, because if we have strong magic people on our side... All right, I will have uh, one of the Raven Guard at the ready to meet you when you arrive. You hear back. All right. Many... Gathers up his magic. All right, everybody, hold hands, and uh, here we go. Teleportation. Oh yeah, Percy's right here. Uh, yeah, no, this was totally fun. I'm so glad I get to tag along with y'all. Ah. Uh? Garris, look, Garris looks over. You see, whose voice is that? <laughs> you see, standing next to Percy is the humanoid-looking Razel at the moment. His hair. Oh my god, it came true! <laughs> but you see the knight, Sir Gwain, a member of the Raven Guard. Garrus, if I remember correctly, you were quite drawn to his talking sword. Yeah, Avalon, right? His sword talks, so be careful about that. That sounds really cool! Yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I'm glad somebody thinks so. Hi! Oh, there she is. Oh, jeez. With that, Gwen pushes open the doors. As you guys step in, you hear Avalon's voice going, Good luck, you guys. Don't mess up. <laughs> Thanks. She's like, good luck. Don't mess up. I don't want to have to spill your blood. Jesus. Huh? You guys were just to step inside. Gwen holds his brother back and says that their mothers will be eager to see Percival once again. So he's going to take his brother to go have that reunion while you guys deal with the Raven Council. Okay, bye. Yeah, of so course. They both bid their farewell along with Avalon. And you guys are just left with Naomi, Noriko, and Rizal now. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. And with that, uh, you step into the receiving chambers, and once again, you see the rised circular dais where all the, the members sit at their tables, so to speak, the, the counter. And yeah, you see Crowley sitting at the center. He looks down at you all. Welcome back to Albion and the Citadel. Oh, I'm, I'm eager to hear what you have to say of 
your ventures. It's been, what, a couple of weeks now? Yeah, a few. Seems a lot longer than that, but yeah. Um, where to begin? And Manny starts to kind of slowly unravel the story of going to, like, from Kiva's to into the Bud Plains, basically. All right. Roshin, Roshin leans over to Garrus as, as he's talking, just whispers, just like, forgot, I forgot how scary this place was. Yeah, I know. It's very intimidating, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> just very quietly, just... <laughs> I'm a little scared. <laughs> Naomi hears this and she leans over and takes your your hand and gives it a gentle squeeze. Don't worry, Roshin. We're all here with you, so there's nothing to be scared of, alright? Thank you. She she gives a little smile and, and squeezes her hand. Yeah. Her hand as as always is very cold but very, very cold. soft. Yeah. Naomi doesn't seem to mind. She just keeps hold of your hand and, and stays close to reassure you. Sweetie. A little bit of that bardic inspiration, calm emotions kind of seeps her, seeps its way towards you. No. <laughs> A sweet lady. <laughs> She's very nice. Yes. So, Manny, you come to the point in your recounting now of the cataclysm. So, how, go ahead and uh, let's jump into that part of the explanation and what you guys saw. Okay. And and the rest of you guys can chime in as well. Yeah, it was pretty awful. Um, when we got there, after the explosion, of course, it was covered in obsidian stone. Not many survivors. Um... And this giant pillar of obsidian lightning glass, almost, held a lot of magic. And our resources over at the White Tower said that it could be godlike. Or, oh. Dragon. Right? Like a dragon god? Oh, uh, everybody at, at this, not only of a deity, but possibly even a dragon, you see everybody like, not that they were bored before, but like everyone seems to be more on alert about this. Again, like in this day and age, dragons and especially dragon gods are thought to be extinct. We have seen many dragons as well. Several, in fact. Um, <laughs> I take my bag of Holden. I place it on the ground in front of them. Um, in this bag holds a precious stone, or I guess the heart of a dragon that we slain. And I reach in and grab Jarvu's heart. Oh shit! Everybody just like yeah, I forgot we had that. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody stares at the group of you and stares at the at the heart, and even like holding it, you can feel that resonating like energy inside still pulsing. 
and everything. Like, this is, this is a pretty powerful thing you got here. And they all, like, no one has seen anything like this in ever. Yeah, we beat that guy up. And Manny doesn't keep it out for very long. He shows them maybe for a good solid 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Places it, places it. So there's a lot going on. Oh, goodness. You are not, not wrong about that. This is, I'm not going to lie. This is unprecedented. No one here alive has remotely even come close to anything as valuable or as powerful as this for keeping it in just that simple bag, hmm? Well, it's a magical bag. True. I don't want to just take it from you, but I would offer that we can store it safely here within the Citadel while you journey. And it would also allow us all here to study it. And in return, we would greatly compensate you for for this if you would be willing. Well, that's a decision that me and my group will have to make together. Uh, And one of the members is not currently present. Aye, the the dwarf art snout from before who explained the the axe that Takoro had. He goes, "Where, where is the orc lad at? He stayed with his girlfriend. Well, uh, she and he are at the scar, protecting what is left of the remains. I see. And, of course, they are capable warriors, so we thought it'd be best for them to stay and protect what is there, since it is a high risk. Understandable. Um, yes, no, that... As long as they are safe and and keeping whatever like all that you found there safe as well, the the dwarf interjects again. Will ya will ya think he wouldn't mind if I if I pop down there and offer my services to help him? I'm sure he wouldn't mind the help. Any knowledge, honestly, from any of you would be fantastic. That, that is actually a good idea. Crowley looks over at, at Mage Art Snout. That would allow us to send somebody down there to also study this. You said it's like a pillar of lightning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For lack of a better term, sure. I see. Yes, then we'll definitely send Mage Art Snout down there and a couple of his students to offer resources and aid to what was his name? Tagoro? Yes. And uh, Fiora. Fiora. I don't think we had the opportunity to meet her but um, yeah we'd be yes we'd be more than happy to to help down there as well with anything they may need. Yeah any food water and general supplies too um, probably would be super helpful. Hi, lad. Don't worry much. I'll be taking care of that. Yeah, other than that, uh... That's really all we have to report. Is, is Manny 
purposefully leaving out the stuff about the Nekogen, or...? That is a good question. Did you include what you found about the Nekogen? That, that is some pretty big information. Uh, yeah, I would probably, yeah, I would probably definitely mention that as well. Okay, so you do, you do include, do you include that you discovered the, the tomb and sarcophagus, or do you leave that out? I include that. Okay. But I do not include the egg. <laughs> well, you guys don't Smart. even know. I was going to say, you guys don't even know Tagoro has the egg. No, so we, do. we do. Oh, yeah, oh, we, we do, because he held it up, like, tauntingly. <laughs> yeah, we know. God damn it. Oh, we Manny know. wouldn't tell, though. Okay. So, alrighty. Upon the information about the Nikogen tomb and what you learned, again, that is lost history that everybody here in the room seemed to be most interested in, especially the wizard Flare Pride. She was the half-elf uh, wizard you guys had met and had spoken with a couple of times. Yep. She mentions a high elven mage, Shah Alanis, in the elven kingdom of Menthalas, who would really find this information most useful in and if you don't mind, she would like to reach out to Archmage Avril of the Shah Alanis. Uh, yeah. Of course. We sure are na learning a lot of names. A lot of last names, I've noticed. <laughs> I have, listen, I have written a lot. So, so she wants us to she wants us to tell no no, no. she oh, she wanted her yeah oh, okay, she just okay, wanted sorry. to make sure that was okay if she shared that outside this council room gotcha she's getting consent yeah this is again this is one of those informations like if it gets out publicly then you know yeah yeah because you all because one of the concerns you all have to take in consideration with a lot of this information you found is not all kingdoms would find this information right. good news. Yeah, there's a reason that it's not well known. Right. Like, while you guys have encountered, what, three dragons now? If that gets out to, like, say, the human and dwarven kingdoms especially, you might have a lot more hunters eager to, to cash in on that. I'm sure they wouldn't be happy about the news about the. Oh, and, and the Nico, yeah. And the, I was gonna say, and the Nicogen news that would, that would, almost certainly cause a second war. Yeah. So we probably shouldn't be blabbing about that yeah. too much. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, good thing your only other chatterbox is out in the middle of nowhere right now. So. <laughs> yeah. Do you now that? Your guys's full report has been given to the Raven Council. Do you have any additional things you want to discuss with them or questions you want to ask before they do their own bit of more inquiries and stuff? Uh, sure. Um, did we ever mention that that was Jarvu's heart or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so. I told him. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was part of the report about like. Yeah, and when you tell them that you found the mirror again and completely destroyed it, they all kind of were just like, thank God. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a very friendly place. Uh, I think Karis would ask, um, uh, so, uh, does Jarvu happen to have any, like, companions or anything? Or, like, was he just, like, a loner? 
we did not even know that this red dragon existed with the mad wizard when he trapped himself in his own mirror. So we have begun researching into any other names of dragons that may have been prominent during the Age of Dragons. But a lot of those records are very, very hard to come by. So I know a few of our keepers are still going through the archives to locate whatever we can on them. Well, it's probably a good thing because he did mention that something was coming. He oh. did specifically say uh, he didn't specifically say anything uh, specific, but I think it has something to do uh, the, with the nuke that happened in the scar then I will make sure to focus more effort on whatever information we do have. It was very creepy and cryptic. And then he died. Died by teabag. <laughs> he died and Mr. Tagura sat on his head. <laughs> They're all just like, well, that's that's something. <laughs> what, do you do? what do you do with that, man? Right, exactly. <laughs> Well, okay, thanks, little creepy girl. <laughs> um, the gnome maid, she she looks over and, and she's like, you know, it wouldn't hurt to perhaps send word to the brown wizard uh, Fitzwick up in Ukraine. He has been an expert on Arya's history and lore and... Some of his stuff even, you know, he's written a few essays on things that go back to the pantheons and, and even during the Age of Dragons. Perhaps he might be somebody to look into as well. Oh, yeah. Are we I actually need to, to see yeah. the brown wizard. You said his name yeah, is... Yeah, yeah, that's the brown wizard. Was... Uh, Fizzwick, yes. Fizzwick, okay. okay. Uh, he is a, a gnome wizard oh. who actually resides in the small dwarven thrall kingdom of Ukraine. Just out of curiosity, is there a specific reason why he's the brown wizard? That's how he titles all of his writings and stuff. That's just what he calls himself. He's not affiliated with the Raven Council. Uh, not formally oh. anyways. He's a self-taught wizard. But he has done extensive research and stuff on history and, and magic. Interesting. Hmm. Well, well, yeah. This was very educational. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think that maybe I could cash in on uh, learning a few spells? I remember you said I could do oh. that if we had some time. And... I think we can make that arrangement in exchange for everything you provided with us today. I would really appreciate it. Um, so it's going to take me a few hours, guys. So if you guys want to go hang out, I can meet okay. you guys back in the room. Yeah, we we have already arranged and made preparations for your usual guest wing here, your usual guest rooms. So you can rest and recuperate, and you're free and welcome to explore parts of the Citadel and the city if you'd like. 
I'll okay. also see to arranging uh, compensation for what you have shared and reported to us. I think that's only fair as well. Does compensation mean All money? Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rasheen just like leans over. Does compensation mean money? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh... yes. <laughs> I like how everyone's like, does it? Yes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Does the party get money, DM? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna be paying you guys for this. Do we get the monies? <laughs> now, since you're not gonna let them study the heart and leave it with them, you're not gonna get paid as much. There is, a, you know, if you would have said yes, there would have been a bonus. God dang. We have, well, we haven't decided yet. Okay, okay. It's if you change undecided. your mind. Okay, if you change your mind. <laughs> Since Manny is also the party bank man. <laughs> I mean, if we leave it here, it'll be safe, right? I mean, these seem, be, these seem to be pretty trustworthy wizards and everything. And we just, not like we can do anything with it. We yeah, can try, true. says Frizzell. You have mm. nothing to say about this. I mean, I feel I like I should. completely ignore him. <laughs> Frizzell's like, he, does, feel... he wasn't even in the fight. <laughs> so, listen, listen, you? I feel like I should have a say since it is a dragon heart. And, you know. Quickly, like, I puts his hand know. in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Garrus. <laughs> listen. Uh -huh. Listen, you're delinquent. If we if you keep saying that you're a dragon, we're gonna be in big trouble. <laughs> I whisper this. I whisper this. I whisper this. See, it wasn't Rizel you needed to worry about, apparently. Nor was it Tagoro. Right. Well, to be fair, Rizal is the one that just said, I'm a dragon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, I think it's a good idea, then. Yeah. Let's do it. I know Tagoro's probably going to be a little upset that we gave the heart of... Listen, he stole an egg. Kill. It's fine. I mean, again, it's not like we can do anything else with it. Like, it's just kind of going to sit in a bag. True. All right. Hey, okay. Rex, the green oh, dragon the wizard. Uh, he's a kobold. He's oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. Rex perks up. We've decided that we will give you guys the egg. We have no need for it. Oh. It, All right, then. Or the heart of the dragon, rather. Pull <laughs> out the heart of Jarvu, mm -hmm. and I give it to Rix. It sits with a thud on his table. I mean, like, it's ha it's basically his size with how big it is. Yeah, wasn't it basically Manny size? Yeah, it's basically Manny size, so it's definitely Rix size. Oh, <laughs> Garrus, give that to him. Yeah, you got that. Will I do. Like, I like to imagine Manny like dumps it out of his bag and looks at it and looks at himself just like, hmm. 
Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Edgar. <laughs> yeah, about that. Um, Karis. <laughs> Help, I'm small. Manny goes to go. Oh. Aw. Damn it. <laughs> Alrighty, Karis, so. Karis picks it up. Brings it towards him, and he's just like, "No, this is a limited edition Jarvu <laughs> Dragon, Ancient Red Dragon." I don't know uh-huh. if you heard that, Ancient Red Dragon. Oh, okay. This is All a right. one of a kind. Mm-hmm. It killed me. It, it yeah, killed it really him. Yeah, did hurt it. I don't know why we're yelling. Just putting in perspective how rare and crazy this item is. Okay. Thanks, right. thanks, <laughs> and he slowly blinks. backs away. Alright. All right. <laughs> the cobalt blinks. Cobalt <laughs> just like blink blink. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright. I like to picture someone I at a time like lizards. <laughs> yes, I thought. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, alright. So after you turn over the egg, you guys are given, let's see, 2,500 gold pieces. That's so much gold. And an additional 1,200 gold pieces for the uh, the egg. I look at Manny, I'm like, you're welcome. I can't count, but it sounds like a lot. It, it is. Thank you. 3,700. We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick break. Welcome to your Eldritch Journeys. I'm BJ Haddix, and I play Bagyo Ubo, a turtle monk. On my journeys, I endeavor to make up for my greatest failure, one life at a time. My name is Weston, and I play Griffin, an Aarakocra swashbuckler. I seek to do what's right to quiet the echoes of my past. I'm Eddie Flynn, and I play the mad sorcerer Howland Rain. I've never really been great at being a good guy, but being a villain on the other hand? Now that is something I could be great at. A D&D epic like none other, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and more. Now quick, BJ, say a joke! <laughs> Let's take a journey. Greetings, adventurers. It's your community innkeeper, Wander, here to talk about our sponsors. First off is our longtime friends over at Awesome Dice. They've got you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs, from metal and gemstone to their specialty dice. You can easily find the right set to give you the advantage on your next game session. Make sure to visit AwesomeDice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. Add some more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice today, and gain the advantage in all your roles. Next up are our other long-term friends from Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your D&D gaming experience. They create these beautiful hex chests, dice boxes, dice trays, and towers, and many more unique products in their store, including their catapults. 
You can find all their epic accessories and more at elderwoodacademy.com. Go check them out. Look at all the great products. Get your dice catapult today. Let them know we sent you. Lastly, we want to thank our awesome patrons for their support of the show. Thank you, Not That Chris Brown. I'm Fantastic, Kyle and P.T. Brown. Your support helps us make the show and brings more shenanigans and fun to you. If you want to get in on the extra advantage, check out our three tiers on Patreon for all the exclusive perks to the show, including early episode releases and our bonus campaign, The Rep Scallions, starring me, featuring a new group of adventurers still starring me. And don't forget to check us out all over social media like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Looking us up at Party Advantage. As always, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date with all our latest episodes and announcements. Lastly, don't forget to check out our website, PartyAdvantagePod.com. You'll find all our seasons and bonus episodes and check out all our content there as well. And with that all wrapped up, let's get back to the show. So, you guys pretty much wrap things up with your meeting. You're shown to your rooms. You guys can rest. Manny, what are the spells that you are working on? Uh, so, first off, everybody gets 925 gold. I'm guessing you're going to be holding on to Tagoro and Tagoro's chair. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll ask Roshin. Roshin? This is money. I know what you know. You know what shiny bits are, right? Yeah, you use yeah, it you to you can get buy stuff. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. This is 925 shiny bits. When uh -huh. you want to spend those shiny bits, you ask me or Garrus so that you don't overspend your shiny bits because those are very valuable and you want to take good care of them, okay? Okay, I will. All right. It's a big responsibility. But I think okay. you can do it. Yeah, I promise. I was going to say, at least she's not bite. She's not going to eat right. it. <laughs> Eating it. Is eat it food? <laughs> can I? Is shiny. Can I eat? <laughs> I give Garrus his pouch of money. Roisin very, very, very carefully puts the bag in her backpack because Manny said to be careful with it. <laughs> Garrus is already planning how many candles he's gonna right. sell. <laughs> he's like, okay. You can get more candles. <laughs> that that that's kind of like Garrus right now. You can kind of see he's kind of like anxious. He's just like, yeah, I I really can't wait to get some items for the trip. And yeah, it totally sounds just, good. Just mm. candles. <laughs> so how many rations did you get? Uh, candles. Uh, <laughs> we eat candles. <laughs> All right, so your money has been divided out, and and uh, for spells and for um, spells, yep. So I messaged you early. I messaged mm -hmm. you. Um, two of the spells I already know, so I just have to copy them. Okay. Basically, in my book. Alrighty, and what spells for? So that one is uh, identify be handy and tiny hut all righty and hey then... manny oh, yeah yes yes 
Do you mind if I borrow the bag of holding? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Can candle bag, candle bag, candle bag. <laughs> You're right. Candles, <laughs> candles, candles, candles. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I give him the bag of holding before I head out to the the study room. <laughs> I like to imagine uh, Garrus is this uh, mage trying to like focus on something, and Garrus is like. So, how much can the bag of holding hold? Um, I mean, we just got rid of the heart, so it opened up some room, so you should have a pretty good amount of space. Yeah, but like, how much? I'll fill it all with candles. What if we find some rare legendary item and we have to put it in the bag? Get like a hundred candles, that should be enough. I walk away. But, uh, uh, okay. Roisin, Roisin sticks her head in the bag. I wonder if I could fit in here. <laughs> when you stick your head in, it's just dark and voidless. She, she looks back up. Looks at Garrus. It's scary. Hey, Rizal, do you want to hop in? <laughs> no. Fuck no. <laughs> I knew a guy who put himself in the bag and his friends didn't realize it. That dude fucking died. Oh. Hey, Rosal, you want to jump in? <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> no! <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> and then and then the uh, two spells that I would love to learn would mm -hmm. be water breathing. Okay. And telepathic bond. Alrighty, that's right. I remember you asked about that. I will say, uh, if you spend like the evening just focusing on that, then Rix will allow you to copy both of those from his own personal spellbook. Sweet. Then I will do. Oh. Awesome. And that will be my my day, my evening. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of you guys, do you stick around or do you have any little like things besides fucking buying candles? Uh, Rasheen's just gonna explore a little. Alrighty. Uh, and should somebody go with Rasheen? Oh, Noriko offers to. I will. Oh, okay. I was about to say, Noriko, do you want to like. Wow. She's already wandering. <laughs> he, he definitely sets off to catch up to her. Take care, Dorico. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You just want to go bang my sister. <laughs> hey, hey. Man, he's gone. I'm not. I'm not able to. First off, <laughs> I am a gentleman. <laughs> I like that you're just yelling this out in the main room right now, as like <laughs> Roshin's already left. Manny's <laughs> over in the corner writing stuff down. Dorico's all. <laughs> I do not bang people. I make love with people. Oh my god. Trying to concentrate. <laughs> I like to imagine Garrus is just yelling at this in like the middle of the hallway. <laughs> Naomi's awkwardly standing off to the side. Hello. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. That's fine. What does banging mean? It's grown up stuff. <laughs> You're not here. You went off the laundered, god dang it. Oh my god. Jesus. Oh, that's right. Rizal's here. 
Rizelle's there! Oh yeah, Riz <laughs> Oh god. So so it's just <laughs> it's just Naomi and Rizelle left in the room with you. <sighs> you just don't go away, don't you? Garrus, do you try to have alone time with Naomi, but you're cock blocked by Rizelle? Uh Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's either ignore him and let him go wander off on his own here in a giant magical citadel. Yeah, what could go wrong? Or you take one for the team. Yeah, Garrus will tag along with Naomi and Rizelle. Alrighty. So you keep you guys all keep it pretty chill. Yeah. Becky. Yeah. Let's see. Are you guys okay? Just to to make things easy, and we don't go completely off the rails, so we don't do any like magic mirror world part two, like we had yeah. in season yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's technically not... part three, but. Well, yeah. let me put it this way: I don't want a repeat of you guys going off on like a second second adventure. Understand. <laughs> so, uh, um, <laughs> go ahead, Becky. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to explore like the citadel and a little bit around it and stuff. Just, just okay. kind of like wandering and going wherever. Alrighty, high or low? Mm. Hi. I never do high. Okay. Hey! hey. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Eighty-one. All right, so as you and Nariko, who easily catches up with you, just kind of like peruse and stroll, you guys find yourself in like this long hall of brightly colored stained glass. And like the stained glass shows different pictures and everything. So you see like one where there's depictions of, of stained glass scenery. So one is a very, very large tree that seems to be set within a forest and this tree itself is surrounded by a small pool and it appears that this tree also has like a waterfall trickling from it mm. this is what the picture looks like just stained glass Ooh. yeah and at the where you see those two figures what you actually see in place of those since i don't have you know original artwork of my own um okay. you see a centaur deer looking figure there holding a staff and she has like long doe ears and um long flowing hair and she appears to be looking up at this at this tree and you see like the the nameplate at the base of, of this stained glass, it says Juma the Shepherdess. Mm. Hey, Mr. Nariko, look at this. Oh, Look at wow. how pretty. That's pretty cool. I wonder, wonder what that is of. It looks like a tree. Well, besides that tree, I've never <laughs> seen a tree like that before with its own like built-in waterfall. Mm-mm. Guess it's a special tree. The next picture you see is a stained glass figure of a woman herself. And mm -hmm. it appears to be like uh, a woman clad in, in full plate and everything. Mm -hmm. And she's wielding this huge shield and sword. And she has like this 
almost halo-like radiance around her head. And her hair is like this like fiery kind of like reddish gold. And she has this very like strong look to her. And the nameplate you see underneath is uh, Zolana, Lady of the, the Sword. Well, she looks awesome. She looks cool and pretty. And yeah, and the way like the radiances around her almost gives like this halo and wing-like effect to to her. And then the last picture you see is this image almost has a dryad-like look to her, whoever she is. And underneath her picture, it looks like she... Uh, she looks like she's serving, like she's holding like a basket overflowing with like wheat and fruit and everything. And then behind her, you see like a golden valley of like corn and, and harvest, bountiful harvest behind her. And you see the nameplate on this one says, uh, Menace the Mother. Hey, <laughs> I recognize that art. Yeah. <laughs> So those are the three stained glass uh, pictures you see here that <laughs> you guys find most interesting. Hmm. They're all very pretty. Mm-hmm. I, I thought all those people are real nice. I've never heard of any of them. I wonder who they are, if they're like famous people or something like that. Hmm. We'll have to ask, I was gonna say, we'll have to ask Manny or or Mr. Garrus. The, those guys would probably know. Yeah. They know everything. They do. They really do. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys... <laughs> so, yeah, you guys, like, admire all the pretty stained glass as the light streams through and just seems to, like, add more to the pictures and colors. Those three, again, being the most standout for you guys. And then eventually like it starts to get late and so Noriko suggests maybe we should head back so we can like check in with the others and get some rest okay okay I guess I am paying this yeah and we don't want to get lost here since the citadel is pretty big yeah it is real <laughs> so you guys make your way back and uh, regroup with with Manny and Garrus. I'm guessing you guys didn't have much of an interesting night since you were stuck babysitting Rizel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did you get candles? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture the three of them sitting Why on the couch. Why don't you go get some candles and I'll watch the Rizel. Okay, bye. Oh. The Rizzo. Jesus. Rizzo's just like lounging on the couch. I'm not like I'm a kid. Sure you're not. I walk past him. Oh my god. You guys are so boring. That's a girl guy. I see more fun and exciting. I mean, he did beat me up pretty good. <laughs> Pack's a good punch. I should call him. <laughs> <laughs> Manny just kind of settles in for the night for his <laughs> long rest. Alrighty. Uh, Garrus, how many candles do you end up buying? 
Uh, Foltis is watching. How many candles do you listen to Manny and only get a hundred, or do you go over? Okay. So I go to the candle guy, and I'm like, or the guy in the religion shop, I'm like, uh -huh. hello that again. Guy, that guy sees nice to meet like, you. Jesus Christ, not you again. Hey, Jesus Foltis, too. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Foltis? Jesus Foltis. Christ, it's I know. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Let me guess. You want candles, right? Oh, how do you know? Do you remember me? Yeah, because you nearly bought me out of what I had last time. Ah, uh, it wasn't that bad last time. How much do you have? Uh, um, let's see. I have six crates of candles, and each crate comes with 250 white candles. <laughs> the laughter. <laughs> Hold on. Once I remember, we might need diamonds. We might need diamonds. I just love the silence. You're just the silence. Okay, I'll take, I'll take one crate. Only one. I rolled a d6 and I got one. That's wow. still like 150 over. Or like not, it's still like 100 over the, the limit. I'll take one crate, please. Oh, thank God. All right, one crate. That's going to be 10 gold. Mm, Here cheap. you go. And okay. here's an additional five for your services. God bless you. May Fultus guide you. Yep. Also, that brings me to a total of 1,000 gold, so yes. Yo. You like even numbers. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you got your one crate of 250 white candles. Yes. I toss in the bag of holding. Whole crate. Crate and all. <laughs> <laughs> Manny's gonna be sorting through the bag later. What the <laughs> fuck is this? Oh, so uh, would the religion shop have any like red wine or something? They would like, if you bottles. if you if you needed it for like uh, ceremonial purposes. They do have modest bottles of of ceremonial wines and oils. Mm, oils, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Whatever's your thing, your god. <laughs> well, no, just like regular, like drinking red wine. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a, okay. small, a small wine freezer. <laughs> okay. D do you think there's like two, three bottles? Oh yeah, easily. Okay, I'll take uh, three. No three? two. Okay. Two. Two. Yeah. Uh, five gold. Okay. Yo. Dang it. <laughs> no more <laughs> eating them, Listen, Sorry, pal. <laughs> that was short-lived. <laughs> Unless there's anything else, you return and rejoin the group? Yep. Okay, so you guys all turn in for the night or whatever, like stay up and study and copy spells, whatever it is you do, sleep, pray to God, chill, <laughs> vibe. 
whatever. <laughs> Morning comes, and you receive word from the Raven Council. They would like to request your presence because a matter has suddenly come up that they think might be of interest to you if you would be willing mm. to help. Jarfu reawakens. <laughs> yeah, the heart. We, so we accidentally resurrected so listen, him. Rick got really excited and fucked with the 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 heart. And well, <laughs> I, I trust him for five minutes. <laughs> Where's that Tagoro guy? <laughs> but yeah, if you would be available, they would wish to meet with you. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. You head sure. in, and you meet with them once again. Uh, Gwen and Percival are still absent for now. Um, having family dinner, family family reunions, and all that. Yeah, yeah, brunch. brunch. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, they seem like fancy people. They would have brunch. <laughs> they would definitely have brunch. Absolutely. So Crowley apologizes for summoning you again since this came up overnight we are hoping the group of you would be available to help us in a matter outside of the city uh, in what way uh, well yeah. we have a place uh where we keep some of the most dangerous criminals especially of the arcane and magic nature uh for committing <laughs> crimes i'm sorry <laughs> Garrus kind of just eyes widen and he's just like, oh crap, where's Rizel? Oh no, where's Rizel? <laughs> he's right there on your kid leash. <laughs> oh, thank god. Do you uh, those monkey backpacks? Right? With the tail? Yep. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> so, we received word from the high commander that oversees this prison called the Pit that a riot has broke out and he is in need of assistance. Would you all be willing to aid in this? By the urgency of his letter, it sounded like it was rather dangerous. And if these criminals get out, again, these are, we're talking archmages and warlocks and clerics who have committed some serious offenses, if they get out, then we could see dangerous magics escape back out into the world that we've worked very hard to contain. That sounds pretty bad. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, you've literally done a lot for us. So I feel we can help you out. Yeah. I, I personally would greatly appreciate it. I will have uh, directions to the pit. It's about 50 miles north of the city uh, at the base of the mountains. And you will meet with the high commander there. And Rix is scribbling stuff down and he hops off his chair and walks over and hands it to you guys. Uh, along with a seal of the Raven Council, uh, and Crowley explains this will identify yourselves to uh, the general when you arrive to the, the pit. And uh, what's the general's name? That would be High Commander Von Graf. 
Huh? I'm I'm sorry. What? <laughs> von uh, Graf. High Commander Farron von Graf. Hey, was that the name of the dude? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like uh, human, uh, purple human? hair. Yeah. Uh, they all are just like, yeah. Uh, oh, not not purple. No. He has purple hair. Kind of fancy. Has a Nikogen following him around? Oh, yeah. They all kind of, like, look at each other. Is that... Did he have a lieutenant who was a Nikogen? I believe he has a, a lieutenant. I can't remember their name. But anyways, if you would report to him, uh, he'll be able to give you further instructions as to the situation at the pit. Okay, cool. I well, right. guess we're gonna see our old friend Farron. Yeah! Alright then. Rushi taps Mania's shoulder and she, she looks shy and she's just like, can I, can, can I carry the ladder? Uh, yeah. Yes. Here you go. <laughs> Garrus is like, oh great, first Rizelle, now Farron. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's a different Farron von 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 gra gra gerf von. Regine, Regine, I like your glass half full approach, but how many Farron von Grafs are there in the world of Arius? He doesn't have any children that we know of. No Maybe it's a coincidence. Anyways, if that will <laughs> work for you guys, then you can be on your way. Alright. Alright then. We head on out. You guys head out. Alright. So you guys <laughs> travel to the pit and to reunite <laughs> with Baron. Yeah. And with that, we will call it there. Da da da! Yeah! Da -da -da. <laughs> <laughs>Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on our very own website, www.partyadvantagepod.com, where you can find updates for special announcements and events. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage for fun posts and episode updates. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back in two weeks for more Aries adventures as the Ram Pack continues their journey. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.